A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, you're listening to a very special episode of Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim, where we interview mega producer Jason Plum about his latest film, The Black Phone. I'm Timmy Fland, movie buff. And I'm Lee Livingstone, entertainment journalist. And we love to talk all things movies. We do. And in the black phone, a 13-year-old boy is abducted by a child killer and locked in a soundproof basement where he starts receiving calls on a disconnected phone from the killer's previous victims. Chilling. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the black phone is directed by Scott Derrickson with a screenplay by Derrickson and C. Robert Cargill. Yeah, and they actually worked together on Sinister, which is a really great horror film too. Yes. And they worked with Ethan Hawke, who also stars in this film. Uh, Mason Thames co-stars with Madeline McGraw, Jeremy Davies and James Ransom. Now, Lee, think of any major horror film of mm. the last 20 years and there's a good chance that Blumhouse Productions has had a hand in getting it to the big screen. Co-founded by producer Jason Blum in the year 2000, the film and TV production company has brought us Sinister, which we mentioned before, Paranormal Activity, The Purge, the recent Halloween films, The Invisible Man and countless others. Yeah, so many great horror films. Now Blum brings us The Black Phone, starring Ethan Hawke, as we said, as a terrifying child snatcher and killer who's terrorising a neighbourhood in the 1970s. The story is billed as a coming-of-age tale wrapped up in a thriller. Now, speaking of thrilled, Mm. we were thrilled to welcome Jason Blum to Popcorn Podcast to discuss what makes The Black Phone so damn scary, the surprising Stephen King connection, and why he'll say yes to anything Scott Derrickson brings him. Love it. Let's take a listen. The paper's calling the grabber. I wish you wouldn't call him that. 
You don't actually believe that story, do you? Because he can't hear you, and he doesn't really take kids that safe. I loved the film. It was so scary. <laughs> you have so many irons in the fire these days, and your role as a producer must have evolved a lot over the years. What does it look like now? Um, now it's kind of a, it's a hybrid between a producer and, a, and an executive and a CEO. I, I manage a lot of people. So I spend a lot of time talking to the in, internally, talking to the executive, different executives at the company, and maybe a little less time talking externally. I'd say it's about 50-50, used to be about 75-25. So that's different. And it's different to guide a company versus guide an individual show or an, an individual movie. This is kind of saying the same thing a different way. And so, so that's how my job has evolved. I'm kind of guiding Blumhouse as opposed to guiding individual shows and movies. But that's very fun. I mean, it got, you know, after a while you need a change. And so it's been a change, but uh, it's a welcome change. You're very well versed in the world of uh, horror films now. What makes a film like The Black Phone so scary? The Black Phone is scary. <laughs> it's mostly scary because it's incredibly well directed. It's well acted. The, the two young actors in the movie are amazing. Ethan Hawke is amazing. So what makes the movie work is that there are a lot of factors that make a good movie and they all have to work for the movie to be great. Most movies, two or three things are good, but not everything. And Black Phone, it's really, it's the writing, it's the directing, it's the acting, and obviously the technical stuff, the production design, all of that stuff, for whatever reason, because Scott Derrickson's a genius, it all worked, and so the movie's really great. I don't know if people widely realise that um, The Black Phone is based on a short story by Joe Hill, who's actually Stephen King's son. That's crazy. And then you've got the screenplay from Scott Derrickson and C. Robert Cargill, who you worked with on Sinister with Ethan Hawke. So you've got this great thriller pedigree behind the scenes. Does that make for an easier production process? Much easier uh, because we've we all know each other really well. I've done eight projects with Ethan. I've done four or five projects with Scott and Cargill. We have a first look deal with them in television. And it makes the it makes every conversation so much easier because you have there's so much trust on both sides. They trust us, we trust them. And so it makes it much easier. And I'll also really say it makes it a lot more fun. Yeah, working with mates. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when Scott sent you the story, what was it about the black phone that hooked you in? I mean, not the honest answer to that question is if anyone else had sent the script, I probably wouldn't have done it. I, I, I didn't not that I didn't like it, but I didn't read it and think like, wow, this is amazing. I think that way about Scott and Scott was really passionate and when he wants to direct as opposed to produce like that means like he thinks this is incredible. And I think I operate slightly different than other people in my chair in that if a filmmaker who I really trust and love comes and say, if Lee one l says, I want to do this scary movie, I'm doing it. Even if I think the script is, you know, I mean, if the script is terrible, I won't. But if I think, if I don't <laughs> get the script, I trust my filmmakers. And I, I didn't think Black Phone was terrible, but I thought it was very hard to pull off. There's all sorts of like tough things in it. It's not like what you would call overtly commercial. There aren't a bunch of jump scares in it, right? Mm. So, so it doesn't kind of check the boxes for what, you know, we're looking for in a horror movie. Except what we're looking for more than anything else is Scott Derrickson to do a scary movie. So so the the kind of the sideways answer to your question is what 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 got me excited about the movie was Scott Derrickson. And the right casting, as you mentioned before, is really key, especially in a film that's led by kids and with this kind of subject matter. What made Mason and Maddie the right choices for their roles? 
We have a woman named Terry Taylor who runs our casting department. She ha- owns Equity in Blumhouse. She's a real important part of our company. And I think one of the things she's absolutely great at is finding kids, finding young people who are great actors to do scary movies. And she found the two young people in this movie. And I don't, you know, I don't think the movie would have worked. And and especially we had one scheduling thing with one of them and we had to wait two months and it was just a whole thing. And Scott, I remember Scott called me and said, you got to do it. Said, we, you got to make, you, you can't, the movie won't be the same unless this woman is in the movie. And, you know, he was right. And we did, we waited two months. It was a big deal, but we did it. Yeah. She's absolutely incredible. And the sibling relationship between the two of them plays out so well. I think that's one of the best things about the film. Was there anything done prior to filming to build that bond or were they just that good? You know, you'd have to ask Scott that, but I think Scott and Ethan spent quite a bit of time with them. Might've been Zoom time, but quite a bit of time with them not just rehearsing, but hanging out with them. I know Ethan always does that. Anytime Ethan's in a movie with a younger actor, he makes a point to go take him to the movies and do other stuff with them, getting ready for the movie so that the child is very comfortable with him by the time they're filming. And I don't think there was that was any exception here. That's quite interesting because, I mean, you would think that you wouldn't want Ethan to be so comfortable with them. Well, yeah, but you don't want to do method acting with kids on a movie. You know, you just yeah, don't want to. Point. You don't want to you don't want to get anywhere near that and we don't do that and and it, yeah. I don't mind method acting with adults, but with kids in a horror movie you just don't want to that's not the way to get the performance that you want. And Scott doesn't wouldn't do that either. Um, there's allusions to why the grabber is taking the kids, but there's a bit of restraint in what's depicted on screen. What was the thinking behind how much should be shown and, and hinted at? Well, I always think it's the less you show, the scarier it is, because whatever people can imagine is always worse than what you can show them. You know, Scott, I know we have the same philosophy there, which is you, you set someone up to imagine the worst and then you don't show it, and that makes it even more frightening. And the mask that Ethan wears is is terrifying as well and evolves depending on when we see him. Why change it up? You know, there's obviously a supernatural aspect to the movie and and I think that that plays into it. And I think it also makes the movie so frightening because there's a little bit of things that aren't real and, and so that keeps the audience kind of more on edge. And I think that's why he did it with the with the mask, mm-hmm. with Ethan's mask. When you sit back and watch the black phone, what are you most proud of? That's a good question. Because I presume making films still excites you (laughs) or you wouldn't be doing it. (laughs) Yeah, it does excite me. It does excite me. You know, the honest answer to this, which is, you know, I shouldn't, I I, I shouldn't admit probably, but really, you know, I don't have this objective for all the movies that we do by any stretch, but for horror movies, I'm really making them because I want them to appeal to a wide audience, right? I want them to just, I want the fans to come out and see them. So really what makes, what made me the most proud of the movie were the reviews that the movie got, you know, was the reception that the movie got. And that's probably what made me most proud of it. Yeah, when we were watching the screening, um, people were cheering and shouting out loud. And I think it's been a long time since I've been in a horror movie that's had that kind of visceral reaction. Yeah, we didn't. The last time we had was uh, Invisible Man. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Love that one. Do you have any kind of movie watching routine that you do when you sit down to watch one of your films? Uh, well, I do have a routine. I mean, I have a routine. I get a large seltzer water, soda water with no ice. I get mozzarella sticks with two marinara dipping. I don't eat dinner and I get two marinara sauces and I settle back and I turn off my phone and I get ready to get lost. I still do that. I do that still when I when I go to the when I go to the movie theater to see a movie. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time, Jason. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hi. 
am a part-time magician. Are those Dr. Lones in there? Would you like to see a magic trick? Now, Lee, <laughs> there's so much to take out of this interview. Yeah. It's a really, really great conversation. But as far as movie snacks go, <laughs> yes. I think that's the most unique choice I've ever heard. Yeah, I mean, mozzarella sticks, yum, with marinara sauce, yum, yum. <laughs> but not the usual choice you would take into a th- cinema, I think. We'll see. Okay, I'm envisaging Jason Blum in his fabulous, you know, LA home or wherever he yeah. lives. And he's got his private theatre yeah. and he's grabbing the mozzarella sticks out of the freezer. <laughs> the freezer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Or get them on Uber Eats or Deliveroo or something like yeah, that. Yeah. But marinara sauce, yeah, I don't know. I just wasn't expecting it. Yeah. I mean, it it just it mixes it up. You yeah. know, people just like popcorn and a drink and, yep. you know, throw some chocolate in there. He's mozzarella sticks <laughs> marinara sauce. Yeah. When you're at home watching a film, mm-hmm. what snacks do you get? Oh, uh, yeah, look, uh, Maltesers. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if uh, I think ahead enough and I'm organised enough, mm. I will have microwave popcorn for show. Do you? I haven't had homemade popcorn in a really long time. It's I good t- stuff. I tend to lean towards the extreme cheese mission corn tortillas. Okay. So you're like channeling. I'm corn chip girl. You're corn chip girl. I mean, you're challenging. Never was a corn chi- chip girl. <laughs> the cheesy <laughs> delights of Jason Blum and Lee Livingstone. Yeah. Cheese <laughs> well, is a great movie companion. Look, I'm going to give it a go. I might be corn yeah. chip boy. Anyway. Next time I watch a movie. So <laughs> we hope you enjoyed that chat with Jason Blum. We're really excited to have him on Popcorn Podcast. And you can catch the black phone in Australian cinemas from July 21. And we think you'll really, really love this one. That's it for another special episode of Popcorn Podcast. And as always, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. We are now on YouTube where you will find our latest celebrity video interviews. Simply search Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.